0: Autobots transform.
1: Well, hey, and welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is season one, episode three of Transformers Prime. It is Darkness Rising, part three.
0: This episode was written by Marcia Griffin. It was directed by Todd Waterman. uh, Waterman? Last time on Transformers Prime, the Autobots tracked down Cliffjumper's signal only to find his body mutilated and revived as a husk. Desperate to discover the secrets of creepy glue, Megatron infected himself <laughs> with dark energon. And on this episode, RC and Jack are racing through the desert, and they're they're kind of enjoying themselves.
1: Oh yeah, she tells Jack, "Hang on, because she's about to drive him around the fucking block." She speeds, she pops wheelies, she drives him through the tolls, <laughs> no stopping, no nothing. She's. <laughs> we have um,
0: uh, we basically have just then a scene with Miko and Bulkhead, and then Raph <laughs> yes. and Bumblebee, and they're all hanging out doing their own things.
1: It's like in Raff and Bumblebee are playing pole position or something they, they really, really are the uh, bumblebee runs them off the road it's like oh that's nice <laughs> and uh, miko
0: and uh, bulkhead are she, she's all buckled in and he's like going off road and she's bouncing around <laughs> yes. having fun And then we go to Ratchet, and he's working away in his computer, bitching and grumbling. Do you know the only thing this guy's missing? It's a cigarette.
1: (laughs) It's like the old man's cigarette where he talks, and it never falls out. Yeah. And the old man hat that just sat on top of your head. But uh,
0: that dark energy spider from last episode starts sneaking around and just leaps at him,
1: and commercial break. Yes, and uh, he starts... Beating at it with a lead pipe, and, <laughs> and the the thing destroys the same thing Bulkhead broke last time. He's like, I need that <laughs> thing. It'd be, like it'd be funny if like that thing gets destroyed in every single episode, and I like someday there's a battle that breaks and everything else in the room except it gets broken. And Rachel just looks over at it, and goes, "Oh for fuck's sake!" and smashes it himself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, but uh, it it keeps coming at him, and then leaps at a, at him again, and out Optimus
1: comes out of nowhere and pew pew shoots it out. Yep, it's I'll down, and uh. Prime suspects that it's uh, Creepy Glue that caused all this. Creepy Glue, for all your turning turning carelessly misplaced machinery parts into killer spider robots with daggers for feet needs. Creepy Glue should not be applied to any machinery parts, whether carelessly or intentionally discarded.
0: We then go to Megatron, and he has survived being injected with the, or stabbed with the uh, crystal shard. And he kind of
1: goes a little nuts. R.A. Salvatore.
0: He, uh, Oh, I oh, I was actually going with the Jim Henson movie. Oh, no, that was the Dark Crystal. I guess this is the Dark Crystal Shard, which is the great R.A. Salvatore-Jim Henson crossover that never happened. But <laughs> uh, he's, he's kind of gone a little more nuts now. He's really going Galvatron. He's mm. like, I can feel the blood of Unicron. I can hear his voice. I know what I must do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so he just grabs another handful of this shit and... Tell Starscream Stop groveling And then he just goes outside Transforms And flies away And Starscream Says to Soundwave
0: You know He really is going off <laughs> The deep end I want must be to-
1: suffering from spacemen. It's like, wasn't that an episode of Ren and Stimpy? <laughs> like, where Ren goes totally fucking nuts. And it's like, you can just see Megatron in the bathtub later, like, licking the fucking bar of soap. Mmm, my ice cream bars. <laughs> oh, <my> God. <laughs> but, but Soundwave plays a recording
0: of Megatron and reminds uh, Starscream that Megatron said, just wait for his return. And Starscream's like, I'm just worried about him for his own safety. Do it anyway, <laughs> asshole.
1: And he does back with the autobots prime figures out that uh, creepy glue can bring regular machines back to life or even uh, resurrect dead transformers right it's like well that would explain why cliff jumper's life signal reappeared briefly but uh, dark energon is so scarce it'd be ridiculous that it'd be on earth
0: and Optimus says well that's because he probably brought it with him and <laughs> yeah. then he said he's and you know because he's going to raise an army of the undead and Ratchet's is like where are you going to find that many dead Transformers on Earth?
1: Yeah which is a, a good point point. and the other Autobots return with the kids and oh boy are they happy they can't wait to go out and do that again and uh, when Bulkhead transforms Miko's guitar case he's like ugh he kind of grabs his stomach and then he opens up a thing and pulls her guitar out <laughs> puts it down. she's like oh sorry I forgot that in the backseat." So but
0: uh, then uh, Optimus says, hey, uh, here's the deal. Ratchet and I are going to go and do something, and we're going to be out of communication range for a while. You guys uh, hold, the, hold down the fort. And <laughs> yes. RC's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'll, bodyguarding is one thing, but I'm not a babysitter.
1: Cause yeah, the, he puts RC in charge, and Miko's like, "Oh, Bulkage being charge. he's the biggest." <laughs> but uh, nice, yeah, and then, uh, RC, yeah w- when she says, "I'm not a babysitter," and like you know, and by the way, Ratchet hasn't been out in the field in a very long time. Ratchet's like, "Yeah, I'm old, but my hearing works fine, <laughs> bitch." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Optimus
0: says, "No, no, no, don't, don't worry, it's just reconnaissance." RC does not believe him, but uh, he kind of like says fucking deal with it yeah like, he, he says rc a lot's changed in the last 24 hours just trust me which is a little too optimist primal for my
1: tastes uh, i was about to say yeah he's, he's holding his cards a little too close here yeah but he
0: he and ratchet do head out and then right away rc's like <laughs> all right i'm going out in patrol and bumblebee are coming with me and bulkhead's like whoa, whoa whoa he's what about Oh, what Optimus she said, she's uh said, and she's like, I he said, I'm in charge, and I'm making the call. By the way, bulkhead, now you're in charge. Yes! And she in bumblebee
1: leaf, and uh, he asks the kids, Okay, well, what do we do now? And suddenly, Miko has her guitar out, and this was animated embarrassing. This was obviously a guitar player because it looks like a Jackson King V, like the 22 fret metal, not the Dave Mustaine signature model, 24 frets, except the headstock is different. And now she has an amp from out of nowhere. This yeah. is my problem with Miko, is every bit of uh, like every bit with her
0: or every joke that they write for her. She's never a part of the the team. It's always everybody stop and look at me. Yeah. It's Cause she has this little bit where she's like, Raph, you play samples on your laptop <laughs> yes. and Jack, you just cover yourself in blood and jump around. Dance and around had, like the yeah, guy from Bulk the Mighty Mighty on, uh, percussion. And then she just starts wailing on the guitar and it's not a bad lick that they play. Yeah, She's a
1: total metalhead. head. Like, but it's like-,
0: like everybody had to stop. The whole story grinds to a halt just so we can watch her play guitar and then we're done. Yeah.
1: And then the proximity alarm goes off, and Bulkhead's like, All right, everybody hide. And they just hide behind his leg. Like, yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, if Fowler comes in and he wants to talk to Optimus, he's angry about that Energon Mine explosion. It's amazing that like, nobody else has really seen this yet, but um, <laughs> the kids, Miko's amp or uh, guitar is still plugged into the amp. So when Bulkhead moves, it kind of
1: tugs it, and you hear, and the strings get hit. Yeah, because I guess she hasn't figured out that if you turn down the volume knob, and an electric guitar it won't do that but anyway anyway they get busted by fowler and he's he's like oh christ and th- he
0: actually is gonna do the right thing where he's like okay kids come with me i'm gonna have to take you into custody i mean he's gonna get them to their parents but you cannot stay here and bulkhead gets really aggressive
1: yeah he literally puts his foot down between them and like he's like no the uh, we're gonna protect them you know it's the Decepticons that are after them. Yeah, and the even Fowler's can. like,
0: "All right, fuck that," then and he goes to a, a landline and picks it up and he's like, "I'm calling my bosses." And Bulkhead just with a finger reaches out and crushes <laughs> the phone. He's like, "Line's yeah. dead."
1: And uh, Agent Fowler, you notice he calls him Big Bot here. So there's a little. Oh, right. I thought he said Hot Shot. Okay, it
0: was. Big oh, Bot. maybe that's that, what it was. Okay, now Big Bot we, makes way more he's sense. He's like, "All right, but this ain't over." Yeah,
1: yeah, he's like, "Fuck this, I'm out of here."
0: So then we there's a couple. Uh, we go to Optimus and, and Ratchet, but to get there, there's a couple like beautifully painted or rendered desert uh, shots where yeah, they just pan of the badlands are really gorgeous is, yeah. but yeah we, we mm. come to optimus and ratchet walking along a canyon and optimus basically explains earth was the site of the largest transformer battle during the cybertronian wars
1: and the both sides of that war were this is when they started hiding the renterton reserves on other planets late in the war and this was one of those places exactly
0: which is this felt like it was described wrong because he says ratchet's like this is where you know there's all the bodies are here and optimus is like yeah and then explains that whole thing we during the wars we were all hiding energon all over the universe which is why it's on all these planets and there because of that there was a huge fight here and it felt like they they revealed the huge fight at the beginning anyway not like i could have written anything better this is (laughs) this is a very well-written show oh yeah despite alex kurtzman (laughs) and his involvement (laughs) but as they're walking along optimus says look uh i know that all these bodies are up ahead i know what's going on and if i do then megatron probably does as well
1: and meanwhile agent fowler is flying off in his looks like a bell huey helicopter and he's got no hearing protection on says yeah yeah just likes going deaf
0: oh yeah no he's just he's like wearing a suit tie-up. but he takes off and um he calls into his boss, he says, hey, I'm leaving Autobot uh, headquarters, and I'm coming and we gotta talk. And Soundwave plays that to Starscream, and Starscream's
1: like, kill that motherfucker! Shoot him down and bring him in! Yeah, and this, like, smaller transformer detaches from Soundwave and flies off, so, like, is this Laserbeak? Like might that's, be. That's well, them.
0: it makes sense because it becomes a drone and attacks Fowler's chopper, and we go to a commercial break. But when it comes back we get into a really really good it's not a dog fight but just a, like an aerial
1: chase i guess it is a bit of a dog fight yeah he's a fucking good pilot like he comes to oh this my God, cliff wall and just flies straight up but laser beak or whatever this is still behind him and he does like all this trick flying and manages to get behind this decepticon yeah and he knows it's a decepticon and he just opens fire with the miniguns, but runs out of ammo before he can land enough shots. And then it like backs
0: uh, like banks back, loops over and comes down and slices one of its wings yeah. through the rotor, the back rotor of the helicopter. So Fowler starts spinning out of control and going yes, down.
1: Uh, that- because that's exactly what a helicopter would do without yeah. the tail rotor. And yeah. you can just picture somewhere in England right now in Cambridge, Sir Isaac Newton just jumps up out of his grave and says, that's what I've been saying. <laughs> Nobody listens to what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> but uh, while it's going down, Fowler is, uh, he's pinned against his seat, and he's reaching out and trying to hit the, uh, like, the SOS button. And uh, as he's doing that, let's call him Laserbeak. We don't have, co- hey, Herman, we don't have confirmation, so just lay off for now, all right? Yeah, but but uh, Laserbeak, let's call him that, comes in and, like, extends these big uh, tentacled claws and grabs Fowler in the cockpit and yanks him out, and just before he does, Fowler hits that SOS button.
1: Yeah, and uh, Laserbeak flies off with him, but back at Autobot headquarters, uh, Bulkhead gets that SOS from Fowler, and uh, he messes something up reading the message and says the location scan was incomplete. Yeah, he's, he's kind of a dick here. Like,
0: out of... I was surprised that this happened because the kids are like, "Oh well, are we going to find him?" He's like, "Why bother? The guy's an asshole." Yeah, if and was they're was a like, "Jerk." Th- yeah, they're <laughs> like, "But we got to find him." He's like, "Ah, oh, whatever. He'll be safe." And he, the kids even make the logical points where they're like, "He knows where he you are." Uh, the Decepticons know he knows you, and for not like Amiko, she makes a good point where she's like, "He caves to Transformers really easily." You don't yes. want him talking to the Decepticons.
1: And uh, Raf thinks he can help here, because apparently in 2007, the government started up microchipping their agents. Oh, my and, Lord. Uh, oh, he my can Lord. hack into their mainframe. And, oh, uh, my Lord. Yeah. And this is a 12-year-old kid. And <laughs> he's he's he, This is Rat Trap. <laughs> yes. Or, or Chip Chase kind of thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I guess he's more Chip Chase. Uh, we do find out he's 12 years old. Uh, and he very easily, or I guess he starts to uh, hack in to find Fowler's tracker number. And as he's doing that, Fowler is brought before... For Starscream, who is not impressed by his smart ass
1: comments. Nope. He he tries to do with the make stupid routine, but Starscream calls him on that, yeah. And uh, back with the Autobots, uh, Raf manages to pinpoint Agent Fowler and uh, Bulkhead heads through the ground bridge to and he's at uh, or thirty nine point five latitude and one sixteen point nine longitude, which is dead center in the middle of Nevada. Like, no, really Google Earth and put in those coordinates. It's like they took the state and went bang right in the center, like bullseye. Nice. when and when he leaves,
0: he says, "All right, Jack, you're in charge," and he's gone. And then Jack says, "Okay, everybody, what do you want to do?" Me? What? What? And Miko is gone. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, here's Bulkhead in the middle of Nevada, and there are a shitload of Decepticons here too.
0: And not only are there a shitload of Decepticons, there's fucking Miko. She's like just behind another boulder, saying, "Hey, Bulkhead, what are we gonna do? What's the plan?" And, and, <laughs> yeah, like I know I've said it and harped on it a lot, but she she doesn't seem to comprehend.
1: Danger. <laughs> yes. Like I, I seriously because think
0: she's autistic on some level, maybe.
1: Well, a Decepticon. There is danger because a Decepticon drone sees her and starts powering up its gun and commercial break.
0: And when we come back, she runs and Bulkhead just starts to duke it out. It is like uh, rock and sockem robots. They're much. just
1: <laughs> boom, boom, boom.
0: And there is, there is a neat shot. I do like one thing really about this fight. But there's a neat shot where Miko gets behind some boulders and they they kind of pan up from her and you again get that feeling of how huge these these. these things are Mm. as there's literally two 40 foot robots punching each other in the face in front of her but he looks down and sees her and he's like Miko look away do not look at this
1: (laughs) and he he pulls the thing's guts out yeah it's like fucking Kano's fatality from the first Mortal Kombat fatality and of course, she watches it all. Yeah, and uh, back with cool. RC and Bumblebee, uh, and she's got Sadie back, and uh, RC gets Bulkhead signal, and somehow knows that Miko is with him. I thought
0: Bulkhead like called them. He's like, "We got a problem." Oh, because okay. there's a scene where she and, and Bumblebee are going down. And she's like, "Look, I know kids are annoying, and they they drive out of earshot." And then both Bumblebee and she just skid to a halt, and she's like, "You what?" <laughs>
1: Now <laughs> that you mentioned okay. And uh, back at the base, uh, Raph is getting worried about Miko, and uh, he tells Jack that the coordinates for the ground bridge are still locked in. So Jack's like, all right, Raph, you're in charge. Like, they just keep moving it down the line. Yeah, <laughs> in charge of who? Yeah.
0: So Jack starts to walk in the ground bridge, and Raph just catches up to him. And they, they ground bridge, like, really close to the Decepticon ship, and right away, a bunch of drones up on the ship's, like, the top of it, just point their guns down. They're like, you're under arrest or whatever <laughs> oh but we go to fowler and starscream had asked for the prod and apparently this is what i did do uh, this is what i figure this seems to be like an electrical prod that's powered by energon which Maybe, apparently yeah. <laughs> really fucks with human physiology i guess
1: yeah and uh meanwhile it seems has to hurt him. with him and he's uh, wondering what's keeping RC and bumblebee this and, is uh, okay
0: this is why I hope there's some of the kids start to understand how serious this is, because R.C. calls into the base saying, Jack, we need you to ground bridge us to the base now so we can get to the to bulkheads coordinates. Jack.
1: Jack. Yeah, back with Optimus and Ratchet, they get into a valley of sorts and uh, Megatron flies over them, transforms And lands on this distant peak. Before he arrives,
0: they do, like, walk into an open... Well, I guess it's a bit of a canyon area, but it's an open area, very exposed area of a bunch of Transformer corpses, like a ton Hmm. of them. They're they're not all, like... There's not piles of them, but there's a few on the ground. At least it looked like it. Uh, But anyway, yeah, Megatron
1: arrives, and waxes terror. Pretty much, yeah. And he says, Optimus, oh, I see you brought your trusty watchdog, and... Optimus is like, yeah, I know why you're here. Megasauron says, yeah, that's fantastic. We've been at this long enough. And he pulls out a stick of dark energon and throws it into the ground.
0: And it, so it goes into the ground and then like uh, the ground cracks and there's fissures everywhere and all that energon radiation starts pumping out. And then a lot of transformer corpses, I guess Terracons, start crawling out of the ground. And they're
1: all rusted and fucked up. Microchipping. Raph points out that the United States government agents, at least in this show, have been microchipped like pets since five years ago, and they can track agent Fowler because of that. First of all, that's not how that works. Well, it kind of how that works, look it up if you're bored. Anyway, this show is a work of fiction, but here in the real world, in late June of 2020, when this episode is new, conspiracy theorists think that Bill Gates wants to microchip people by means of an eventual vaccine for COVID-19, if and when they ever come up with one, and then track everybody with 5G cell towers. Huh? What'd be the point? You're already being tracked by that thing in your hand you're using to listen to my stupid ass complain about people worrying about being tracked. Hey, remember that time you used your debit card? Yeah, the bank knows you bought groceries. Hey, did you use your Air Miles card while you were there? Guess what? Now the Air Miles people know which groceries you bought. That's the whole premise of the fucking program. They give you Air Miles, you give them information about your spending habits so they can sell that information to Heinz so they can target your demographic to get you to buy more ketchup. And why Bill Gates? Why now? As my friend Kevin pointed out in a Facebook post, like, what would be his motive? Like, money? He was the richest man on earth. He's still pretty fucking rich. And he, he and his wife give massive amounts of it away. Like, does he want control of personal information? Yet, yeah, we already went over that. Besides, he could just buy it from Mark Zuckerberg because that's the guy you should be worried about. Like, or is it power? Like, I think we can all agree he could have run for president if he ever wanted to. Like, it's been made pretty clear they'll let just about anybody have that job. Like, besides, like, I think they could do a lot more. Of-
0: <laughs> Well, here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show Prime. The mm. next episode we're going to watch is The Five Faces of Darkness Rising Part 4. <laughs> if you want to see something that's just another old rehashed joke, you can find Paul and I <laughs> on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. He's at McPherson one
1: Yeah, make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app. Whatever it is you listen to us with, tell all your friends, tell everybody you know.
0: Tell them that they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep Keep on transforming!
1: See you next time. Stop groveling.